This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code Samurai Pro at checkout. Mm. I don't know if this is on the list, but don't text me back, K. If I say something I to you, fucking hey, <laughs> when people text me back, not people, when niggas text me back, K. You could text me back the thumbs up emoji. You could text me. You could like the text I just said to let me know you acknowledged it. You saw it. Yes. You could text back, okay, spell the shit out. Okay, A-Y. That's actually, cool with me. I actually don't fucking like that. That bothers me. Uh, just a little less than K, <laughs> but <laughs> new Simpsons. The youngest pissed me off with Future recently. Somebody gonna say Future got a better discography than Jay Z. Like, dog, I get it. Future's nice, but don't be, don't be, don't be. Don't be speaking blasphemous. You gotta. I I have. I have started to understand that somebody's greatest rapper ever, greatest rapper ever, is Kodak Black. I have. I have started to understand that that's going to be somebody's answer one day. And I'm gonna have to cope with that. Be a young boy. I'm gonna be one of them old niggas that be like, you don't know shit. (laughs) Yeah, we are. You don't realize we're already there. We already at the man, y'all little young niggas don't know shit. You don't know Jay-Z. We that's how niggas used to be with cool herc and them. Like, you don't know Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody pull up no cool herc. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But you gonna know the difference between us and them though? We could pull out the phone and actually play the song. Like, tell me what you know about Big Pimper. Tell me what you know about reasonable that. We could do that. Niggas who talked about cool herc, they couldn't pull nothing. Look. And what, like, they, what, what you gonna them do, niggas grab gonna, an A-track? Where you gonna play it? What them just gonna say? Oh, my uncle used to play that. It gonna make me feel old. But let's bring it in. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, Young Saint, Cuff Daddy, Charles Flex Xavier, Datman Beyond, Dion Slanders, Petty Pendergrass, I'm not them. I'm him. Him Jones. Him Carrie. Hemi Neutron. That's a new one. And the man to the right of me can only be. A.K.A. Frank Sinatra because I does it my way. A.K.A. Ballpark Frank. Like the Louisville Slugger, I keeps it blunt. A.K.A. Frankenstein because I'm often misunderstood. But to keep it Let's Frank... Let's fucking go. Let's go. <laughs> But to keep it frank, it's simply frank. And let's chop it up. Hey, man. Okay, big frank ass, hot dog ass nigga. Oh, oh <laughs> hey. Fucking finally. Nigga put some challenge to you on Twitter. Nigga, nigga felt the way. Hey. <laughs> that nigga felt the way. I said, that okay. nigga don't even try. <laughs> now, remember I told you Monday was one of those days where just everything was annoying me? If you notice, after that tweet, I ain't say you, shit else I, that day. I knew you was bad. <laughs> 
was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to scrap what I was doing. I'm going to give him some AKs, <laughs> even if it's only a couple. Whatever I th- I'm going to give him that. I was going to get I was going to get real sassy and have one where I say AKA nigga. fuck you. Yeah, I'm a sassy ass nigga. But I was like, you know what? The week got better for me. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be petty with Marvin. He's a good dude. Because I know I wasn't going to out petty you. So never that. Never that. Villain year, baby. <laughs> villain year. More villain year shit. Ready? Speaking of, speaking of the sassy nigga that you are, I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. If you was in a room with 100 dicks, <laughs> if you was in a room with 100 dicks, <laughs> this can't be good. I'm just asking you a question. If you was in a room with 100 dicks, how many would you choke on? <laughs> I'm not falling for that shit because the person will say none. And it's like, damn, you can suck 100 dicks without choking? Nope. I'm not falling for that one. You want your gag reflex? All right. I'm going to give you points for getting out of that. I'm going to give you points for getting out of that one. You almost caught me. All right, hold on now. That's a trick question. It's a trick question. You're not going to get me with that one. I was listening to Rory and Maul earlier today and they were talking about shit that you know like Twitter every day talks about because you said you know you was a sassy nigga but anyway but they were talking about every like every week on Twitter there's something that a woman posts that whatever a man does becomes gay one month it was if a nigga drink a mimosa he's gay yeah if a nigga go to brunch he's gay what's the la- what's the most re- oh the most ridiculous one I've heard if I go to dinner with a dude and he order appetizers, I don't know about him. That's kind of gay. Like, excuse my language, but bitch, <laughs> what you mean I can't order a spinach dip? <laughs> Fuck out of here. You want you want some white slime? You want you want to be dunking something in some white slimy shit? That's what you're doing. Absolutely, especially if I'm at uh, what you call that shit, Tap Forty Two. They got the best spinach dip. Nah. Come on now. Houston got the best spinach dip. That's like what they known for is they spinach dip. Have you have okay, before you say that, have you tried Tap 42 spinach dip? No, because usually when I'm at Tap 42, it's for like brunch. And I'm like brunching and I'm drinking. And, and spinach dip just don't seem like the thing to have while you're drinking. It's probably not a good mix with the drinks, but it's really good. <laughs> so before you say Houston, try Tap 42s okay. first. Okay, but for now, my reigning champ is Houston's, right? But Okay, and I'm going to give Houston a shot. Please. But, like you said, there's always some new shit. Always some new shit. So somebody's compiled a list of all the shit women say. It's it's listed as the updated list of things men aren't allowed to do. Ideas ideas by jobless bitter women. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody, I ain't going to lie to you, some of these these I'm not going to disagree with. Some of these I'm not gonna disagree. Okay. With. Like, here's the I'm just gonna read the list. Run for the bus. They say niggas can't run for the bus. We just gotta miss it. I mean, the next one coming in fifth. This one, next 15, one, one coming. coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what you look like running for the bus? You look unprepared. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, it depends. What if you're on probation? You can't be late to work again. So it's either run for the bus or go back to jail. What you gonna do at that point? You gonna chase the bus down like that? You the nigga that's Hell yeah. you the nigga running and bamming on the bus. Now the bus got to stop for you. Hey, if that's my options, either miss work and get probation or some shit like that, then nigga, I'm gonna be a bus tapping ass nigga. Hey, I'm with you. I hear you. They say niggas can't hug their boys. That's bullshit. I hug all my niggas. I let all my niggas know I love them too. 
How you hug your friends? Do you, you, you do you go for around the waist and and <laughs> same way I hug you, nigga? Tell them. No, nah, nigga, no, I'm I, we bro hug. Nigga, I just saw you what last week and I gave you a hug. Wish you happy new year and all. We bro hug. That's the simple. Look, exactly. Look, That's how I hug ready? all my niggas. Ready? You 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 clasp hands. You bring it in. Now it's my elbow, your elbow. That's blockage. You know, keep uh, keep our bodies from. You know what I'm saying? We both getting older. Nothing. Our stomachs nothing don't need to touch. Nothing below the chest touches. <laughs> nothing below the chest touches. It's almost like it's a very masculine church hug. That's what it is. And they hit you with a with a roundabout. Hit you maybe a double tap on a double tap on the back. Like all right, bro. Yeah, double. T- and sometimes you don't even open up the fish. You keep it balled and tap. Boom, boom. We do it. Yeah, that's it. Low key, and it, the low key, the hands that the hands that y'all bringing together is so y'all can push each other away real fast. Yeah, because <laughs> you got to keep a minimum of a two fist distance from chest to chest. That's why you keep you keep Bum. the grip like that. Bum, bum. Another one that they said is walk. Frank, if I call you and I ask you, hey, Frank, what you up to? Man, I just went for a walk. That ain't sassy. <laughs> Nigga, that's every dude over 30. We got bad knees. We not just out here running for shit. Sometimes we walk for exercise. Okay. When the last time you ran, jogged, (laughs) 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 you going to get your cardio in on a bike? You going to get your cardio in on something that's not? Then go ride the bike. I don't want to hear right. you. I don't want to hear, hey, Frank, what you doing in the middle of the day? Man, I just went to the park, went for a walk. <laughs> I go for walks with my wife. How is that gay? That's the only time. But you can't just be going for a walk by yourself. This is, I look, they, they no, put this together. No. Not me. Shit. You, okay, it's two main reasons why niggas go for a walk. You go for a nice walk with your lady. Y'all happy. Y'all on good terms. You go for a walk when she pisses you the hell off. Oh no, I go for walks to 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 save my relationship. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly, dude. I I go for a walk to save you. Yeah, because I because the- I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> I'm not trying to say something I don't mean. I'm not because women they get mad and they say words that cut. I'm not trying to stoop to that level because then you are gonna hold that shit against me forever where I could let the shit go. That's because men are more forgiving. And, and I know, I know that there's a woman on the other side listening to this, like, shut the fuck up. No, you shut the fuck up. Niggas are way more forgiving than men, because I mean, than women, because we have to be. We have to be. Y'all, y'all say shit. Some women take pride. Oh, don't, you know, sometimes I get Maybe, real slick in the like mouth they, when I get mad. It's like they practice in America. It ain't no way you could come up with that shit on the spot. Nah, even though she love now. you. She keep two in the chamber. She been keep two she in the been chamber. waiting to say something about that. Say something about that bump under your neck. She been like certain shit. She been waiting to say. Been waiting to right. say some it's shit right. about your mama. Been like them two things. Been locked and loaded. Hey, you know what it is? Because as soon as she hit you with it, you can't even respond. You just pause and you like, damn, like where that come from? That's what it's usually followed by, or where that came from. Look, you say and shit. Like, you say shit like you got to put the toilet tissue back on the. On the thing. And? And? How many baby daddies your mama got? <laughs> you like, whoa. Like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and they always take it to a level 11. They be like, yo, we was we was here on a three. How did it? What transpired? 
what got you there? Like, now my just, mama a whore? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, she just cooked for you the other day. What, what, is, what is we saying right now? Then you go for a walk. <laughs> you got to. Because if, if she let that other one in the chamber go, then we going to be on TMZ. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> we will get to that. You all <laughs> on that one. Some niggas need to take a walk. Um, <laughs> I'm going to run through a few. Um, they can't say hey to their friends. What can we say then? Hey, I ain't gonna lie to Yo? you. I ain't gonna lie to you. Don't text me hey. I don't text hey. <laughs> See? Hey or hi. Somebody, I told you some of these I, I text agree with. Hey. A. A Y E. Hey, we potting today or that Yo, works. What, what, what's what time we, we jumping on? Sometimes I, I just go straight with the question. Don't ever hit me with a hey Marvin. No, don't that shit just <laughs> That's a bit sassy. Sound like you're trying to disarm me. Like, I don't like how you... Why you, you mm. I don't know if this is on the list, but don't text me back, K. If I say something I to you, fucking don't... hate <laughs> when people text me back. Not people. When niggas text me back, K. You could text me back the thumbs up emoji. You could text me. You could like the text I just said to let me know you acknowledged it. You saw it. Yes. You could text back... Okay, spell the shit out. Okay, a y. Actually, cool with me. I actually don't fucking like that. That bothers me uh, just a little less than K. <laughs> but <laughs> but the K the a by and the itself. Y, hold on, the A and the Y is so unnecessary when the two letters already say okay. Right, but I'm okay with it if you spell it out. But just the K by itself, it's like, dog, you could have kept this to yourself. It's just unnecessary. Like, matter of fact, they should have charged you 25 cents for that text like it was 2004. G shit. They say exist. Niggas can't exist. You can't just exist. Oh, yeah, that, that was definitely a bitter woman right there. <laughs> hang she got out, her heartbroken. Hang out with a group of girls. <clears throat> girls make the best wingman. Why wouldn't you want to hang out with girls? You already know how to eat. Let, me, let your wife find out you was hanging out with a bunch of girls this weekend. No, see... <laughs> <laughs> Let your let your wife let your wife. But see, I'm married. I don't need wingmen. But when I was out here, dude, homegirls make the best wingmen, hands down. Now you was just going out. You was just going out, and they was there, and you went and you know had some drinks with them. Sometimes that's how it be. Your wife, just your wife, gonna understand up. that. Your wife gonna understand that. Oh no 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 not now no I stay <laughs> home with the kids. <laughs> I'm family man now. <laughs> Frank don't go out. All right, I'm gonna run through some of these. They say eat yogurt. And I, I, I fucking like yogurt. I ain't gonna lie to you. I fucks with the yogurt. I don't eat yogurt, but I don't like dudes that eat yogurt. I ain't got nothing against I'm you. not a big ice cream person, but I fucks with the yogurt. I like ice cream. See? So there we go. Go get cocktails with the man them. So we can't go out for drinks? By you calling it cocktails, you make, you're trying to <laughs> you make, make it, it sound you making funny. It, you making it sound because of cock. You're like, doing you the most to, right now. You trying to make it sound like that. Eat dessert? No. You got me fucked up. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you, Frank. <laughs> we can't be out for drinks and you say, hey, bro, you want to split a bread pudding? I'm gonna look at you funny. <laughs> like, we can't. What, what are we doing? What are we doing? I'm not gonna say split it. I'm gonna actually want your own. Like, okay. Real, true story. So. Y'all don't incriminate another nigga for you. <laughs> I'm not gonna create. Y'all don't know him anyway. So, I have a homegirl. And she was like, she knew a bunch of guys. She was like, hey, I'm going to put a group chat. I'm going to put all you guys together because I think all you guys will become good friends. 
It was six of us. We end up going to brunch, all six of us. Sounds gay, right? But anyway, we go to brunch. And we actually, all of us vibe. Like, we was all entrepreneurs, so we had something to talk about. Wait, wait, After going brunch. to brunch is gay? I'm pretty sure it's on that list. It's if not it's on all the dudes. list. It's not on the list. But, Nick, oh, the, cause, I cause, saw a girl say it. Because, look, I'm going to be real. Your brother throw a brunch every week. I know plenty of people who go to, like, niggas who line up to go to that brunch. Because... The whole that brunch be, be live though. <laughs> that yeah. shit be live. They don't. That, not only do they be there, they be active. It, that brunch be live. Those be outside. So that's why I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think going to brunch is gay. But go ahead, do your thing. But you know, we was there. We had a good time after we done ate our steak and eggs and shit. Dude was like, "Hey, you want to see the dessert menu?" And I was like, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> not gonna lie to you, Frank. The face you just made was. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Not gonna lie to you. Order the brownie and ice cream. It was delicious. Let me tell you the one thing. Don't you regret can't a do, thing. You can't order a brownie and ice cream around a bunch of nick. What are you doing, Frank? Hey, it was good. I'm sure it wasn't. When that little white shit was right there on the little side of your lip, all the niggas looked at you like, all right. Now, see, that would have been the line right there. If, I, if the ice cream was trickling down, the nigga would have been like, hey, let me get that for you. Now, see, then I would have had an issue. Let the nigga, look, the nigga take his middle finger, go by the side of your lip and hit you with a little. <laughs> see, then you got to fight at that point. <laughs> see, see how, see, see, see. Have some more faith in your masculinity. Let that, let that man, let that man wipe your, wipe your lip. I wish we out one day, some nigga hit on you and touch your lip. I would love to see how you respond to that. Hey, I am trying to be a better man every day. I am trying to be a better. man I will every break day. up the fight, but before I do, understand you are going to get a ton of jokes if that would ever happen. Not Let us be out if some dude hit on you like that. I'm going I'm to I'm run through another one since you getting it. Comment in the shade room. <laughs> I kind of low-key agree to that. <laughs> you should. Nah, but sometimes you could get off a good joke on a post. Like, <laughs> joke's a joke, my nigga. <laughs> nah, send that shit in the group chat. Drop your joke in the group chat. <laughs> nah, man. I be wanting my internet points sometimes. <laughs> it's said, like, oh, this a good one. They said skate. I can't skate. I try though, but I, I can't skate. I can't get that shit right for nothing. See, I was a rollerblader. I never was big on skating, skating like that. I'm gonna be real with you. That place, I think it's called like Extreme, right off a of commercial in 95. Yeah. They have a skating ring over there. And there's a bunch of shit you can do over there. That place makes for great date nights. That's the last time I skated. I went over there with my wife. Oh, we had fun. I don't know about y'all, but even if you can't skate, skating is still fun. Let me read this next one. This shit say, can't laugh too much or too loud. Has to be a calm chuckle with a deep voice. No more than three ha's. I guess I've been gay there. <laughs> no. I, now, two things, though. Nothing is more... Because I always stand by women don't like for us to have fun. They don't. They're allergic to that shit. Let me tell y'all, the other day... I'm on the phone with Frank, right? The other day I'm on the phone with Frank. This his wife walked up there. She didn't, I guess she didn't know that he was, he had his, he had his uh headphones on and he was talking to me. So she walked up to him. I guess he went somewhere without her or whatever. And she said, Did you have fun without me? And I'm gonna tell you, I went off on her a little bit. 
I said, Frank, take me off speed. I, I want to say something. Let me say something. <laughs> what is it about women? Like, why can't, why, why is it that he had to diminish his level of fun to, to, to make you feel better? Because you may not think that that's what you asked, but that's exactly what you asked. No, they know what they're asking. Hell, Kevin Hart even had a joke about it. Well, he's out with his friends chilling. And then the wife calls. He tells everybody, shut up, shut up, shut the fuck up. And then you got to answer the phone in a monotone like you're just alive. Hello? What you doing? No, chilling. Chilling. Man, crazy. Because if she hears that I'm having fun, it's an issue. No, nigga, all I done, over there? I done what ran, y'all doing? I done ran all the way. Look, girl, girl if I, I done went in the bathroom to call you. Hello? No, we ain't doing nothing. We just, um, we just chilling you, over here. You bet. If you're going to move away from the fun, you bet not end up where you bet not end up somewhere where there's other women talking in the background and she could hear another female voice. That's just as bad. Oh nah, because now you because in her mind now you in a room full of bitches, nobody else. Full of bitches with no bras. Damn. Except <laughs> full of bitches, no bra. They say you can't use an umbrella. They say you can't carry a power bank. A what? A power bank. You know the nigga when the nigga had the little the little extra charger that, that go into your phone and shit. God damn, so you just want a nigga phone to die? <laughs> hey, and now if my phone die, your phone die, you don't answer the text. Oh, it's because you texting all them bitches and you drained your battery. Yeah. Cause cause you didn't cause you wasn't texting me. Cause you wasn't texting me. Cause you know that's how exactly. that shit go. No, nah, but real talk, real talk. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. Whenever I see y'all boys with the with the phone bank, I'm like, that's some of the most uncool shit. What are you doing? Here's my thing. What are you doing on your phone so much that you need an extra battery on your phone? Because we don't walk around with phone cases. You know how bulky that shit look in your pocket? And now, now like you walk around now with a little that, Bible. Now you got that wire that's connecting from, from, from the phone, from the, from the power bank to your phone, sticking out your thing, sticking out your pocket and shit. Looking like a Spectre gadget and shit. <laughs> it's unnecessary. Just do like every other self-respecting person to ask somebody, hey, you got a charger? Let me hold that shit. And just linger around for 15 minutes. <laughs> or go sit in your car and like, charge your damn phone. Something like that. Something like Ready? Yeah. Be ignored by the waiter or the waitress? Oh, no. Nah. See, there's a trick to that. When you get to the restaurant and they walk over, first thing you do is you ask them their name. A lot of times people act right when they feel you know them, their name. That's a good. That's a now, now. That's a good life hack. But niggas, we all done been in that position where where the where the waiter or the waitress just kind of ignore you a little bit. Don't nothing make you feel a little like you be like you look. You think you you manning up? She be like, oh, they ain't bring me. They ain't bring me the, the garlic bread. You be like, hey, I got you, babe. Hold on. And you put your hand up like you gonna get him, and she and the nigga just walk right by you like, hey, bitch, what the fuck? Hey, bro. Uh. <laughs> hey, bro. I'm up here trying to be gentlemanly and shit, and you just gonna walk by my shit. Okay, see now that it looks funny. It looks like you're not respected. Let that nigga, let that nigga <laughs> walk back by again and miss you. You like, hey, hey, what the fuck? At that point, you gotta tap him. Hey, hey, I'm, I need, I need just assistance. Now, now I'm looking Give for any waiter, any waiter in the vicinity, like trying to lock eyes with you. Like, excuse I'll say, me, excuse me, quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, uh, and I say, can you find a person that serves my table? I know it's not. Nah, bump that, bump that, bump that. Fuck that nigga. Because at this point, hey. She didn't get her garlic bread, and I'm trying to. We're just trying to get that rectified. I mean, she she can't even start eating. You know, let's let's 
Let's get to it. Let me bring up something. Women, why y'all make shit so complicated? So what your garlic bread ain't there? You could get started on your shrimp alfredo. You don't need the garlic bread to be there to get started on it. See? And now she's sitting there thinking like, oh, so now she can't even enjoy her meal. Because you don't... Look, here's, the gonna, thing, here's the thing, though, Frank. You don't even care enough about her to make sure that she feels good and that her meal is right. You so worried about you and you want to eat. And that's why she's like, no, go ahead, babe. Go ahead, eat. Go ahead. Go ahead. That go ahead don't mean go ahead. No, no, no. You got it. No matter what, it's always, nah, because they got to fix this shit. Hey, excuse me. <laughs> nah, it's like if I wanted to order anything else, they know it's coming to table six, they're going to spit in that shit. Be like, sir, would you like something to drink? Just water. No ice. So I could see that shit. <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> You're not going to nah. get me. Whatever's on the table is what's going to get drank. I'm going to let some of this ice milk. I'm <laughs> sip the bottom of this cup till it's good Because the way you done gave them people attitude, I'm afraid to order anything else from this restaurant. <laughs> Ready? They said. And this one that we both... we So last time... The last time me and Frank went to lunch, I think it was before New Year's, right? Or was it after New Year's? Just before it. Um, last time we, we went to lunch, um, we both... Order strawberry lemonades, and I ain't, I ain't afraid to say this. Anybody who know me know I love a good lemonade. It's amazing. I'm a good. I love a good. Now we now we did have drinks on the table, but sometimes I don't want to drink. I don't want to drink hard liquor with my sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Like Nick, it's too it good to start like it. It's good to end the meal. PM. Maybe it was one thirty, but I mean, fuck it. I mean, we did we did get drinks. Like, Fuck no. But it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't like no Hennessy on the rocks and no shit. Like, who drinks like that at 1.30 on a Thursday? Well, I had a Manhattan. My shit is my shit is mostly mostly it's different. It got if it got a if it got a signature name, then it ain't it sounds worse when it's just the actual liquor on the rocks. But if it has a name, a Manhattan, a Long Island, you could get away with that. Although those are hard liquor drinks. Long but Island, you consider Long Hennessey? Island a hard liquor drink? I forget that you like it's sweet drinks. It's nothing but alcohol. <laughs> no, it it's ain't. like yeah, Long Island, Island yeah, sweetest shit. Look up the ingredients to Long Island. This shit got like four different, five different alcohols in it. It doesn't just because it got that many alcohols doesn't mean that the proportion wise. It's a lot of sugar in that shit. That's why you drink it's it. It's more alcohol than sugar. I don't drink Long Island no more. You I graduated. Used to. You graduated from. I graduated. Long Island is like that's the that's the we just start going to the club drink. That's exactly what it was. When I first started drinking, I needed a drink to make, oh, this nigga know what he's doing? Let me get a Long Island. After a while, it's like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> she said, she said, we can't drive with two hands. We can't eat bread before our meal. We can't do nothing. Can't eat soup. All right, bro. I'm done with this. <laughs> with this little, can't order shit online. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> like you said, whoever came up with that list is just single bitter women. Because if they had a man, they wouldn't be worried about that shit. Speaking of two people who need to be single and bitter, who I, I would I would pray at some point find a way to get single and bitter from each other is uh, Blueface and Krishan Rock. I realize all the shit that they be going through, we've never talked about them on the pod like ever. No. We didn't. We didn't even talk about the the whole scene where her father and Blueface getting into a fight. No, nah, right? bro. No, that was that was on that's on some on some off the off the mic conversation. But 
Blueface and Krishan Rock, by now, everyone knows. I, I think you would have to be under a rock to not know how toxic their relationship is. They got a TV show now. I think it's called Toxic Love. I think the TV show is called I don't know that. the name. I just know it's on the Zeus Network. And, and you know if it's on the Zeus Network, it's trash TV. And I used to be a huge <clears throat> fan of trash TV. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it to down anybody who watch. I just not gonna pay for it. You know what I'm saying? At least not extra. You know, I pay for a lot of channels with cable. I'm not paying for a whole other channel for mess. Cause it's really just mess on there. Yeah, pretty much. Like you said, there was the video of of him like completely knocking out her dad. Now her, her dad did try to sneak him, it, though. Her dad did try to sneak Blueface, though. Now nah, the dad didn't didn't try to sneak him another. The dad hit him. That punch got off. It connected. I didn't say he did. I said he snuck him. You said he tried. No, I'm saying he didn't try. He accomplished. Well, Blueface not that not that clean up. <laughs> that nigga <laughs> said on too. set, <laughs> on the set, but on schoolyard crib. Exactly I what he that. said. <laughs> exactly I remember what he said. That fuck though. We laughing at that, but I'm gonna laugh at it because okay, I'm gonna paint the scene for y'all. So Blueface is there. The family is upset with Blueface because, of course, at this point, they know that Blueface and their daughter or their cousin, whatever, Krishan, they know they got into a physical altercation. So they're mad at him that he hit her. Understood. Understandably so. So now they're at a hotel and the family's kind of ganging up on Blueface. But the thing is, Blueface is not backing down from him. He's actually trying to talk to him. And in points of the conversation, he, he mentions like, hey, she hit me first. So if you hit me, it's my reaction to hit you back. And I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm saying at that point, he was willing to have a conversation. Conversation escalated. And then the daddy gets up in his face. And then Blueface was still. He didn't, he didn't swell up on the daddy or nothing. He was still trying to talk to him. The daddy took it upon himself to punch Blueface in the face. Cool. So now, this is what the daddy fucked up. If you're going to hit a man... At no point should you turn your back to that man. He hits Blueface. The security breaks them apart. Now the daddy is walking away. He got his back to Blueface. Somehow Blueface gets away from security, runs up on the daddy, and swings on him. Knocks him clean out. If you hit a nigga, see it through. Make sure it hit niggas away from you. Make sure security did their job. By you turning your back, I ain't, I'm sorry, but you, you had it coming. No, he earned it. He earned it. I'm not, I'm not taking away from that one. I'm not taking away from that. He earned that. But that's just to show in the level of toxicity that, and she's standing behind, she's standing and holding on to Blueface for dear life. Because, I mean, everybody, Krishan, she moves like she can't live without that dude. Like, her life revolves around him. And I remember learning who she was when he kicked her out of the house. Or, let me not say that. When, uh, when, uh, no, I think you're right. No, it was Wallow, wasn't it? Dude, I remember he tried to kick her out of the house. She wasn't having it. Then there was a show where he had all these girls in the house and she was whooping all the other girls' asses to be with him. They're both toxic. They're both bad for each other. Agreed. But at the same time, them two love the fuck out of each other. I don't. It, they it, must. It sounds... It sounds crazy, but it's like, man, them two must really love each other. I'll say this, though. They both have, they both have to come from broken homes because their love language is just nothing but horrible shit. 
They both need therapy because it's not healthy. That's an understatement, right? They, that's the understatement of the year. They both need therapy. Duh, they both need straight jackets. <laughs> so there's a clip <laughs> circulating around the internet now of Krishan doctoring up Blueface because he got a big-ass gash in the back of his head. I, I seen academics put it out. He was like, <laughs> Blueface and concussion protocol. As a Krishan Rock slapped him in the back of the head with a Henny bottle. Jesus Christ. And he's literally laying in on the couch and she is straddling him while this nigga is, this nigga is out of it. Okay. This nigga's knocked the fuck. He's sitting there. <laughs> she concussed the nigga? This nigga, she's straddling him, checking his wound. This nigga, when I say this shit, deep gas, white meat. Like, like this shit Jesus. deep as fuck. It's wild, bro. I, that, that ain't. Man, you got to get up out of that, bro. What, oh, no, the show's, too, called, like... the show's called Crazy in Love. Shout out Still Beyonce, bad. I guess. Shout out Beyonce, I guess. But, but Krishan did, did provide some clarity. He, she did not hit him over the head with a handy bottle. It was a glass cup. Oh, but she hit him though. But let's just get it right. Let me read what she said. She said, it was a glass cup. Stop trying to play me. Like I hit him with a any bottle. That boy wouldn't even be alive. (laughs) And she was an athlete too, so you know she's strong. Have you seen the pictures of her before this? Before all of this? She was nice. Beautiful. Very pretty. We all, you know. We all know our affinity for for the for the for the for the dance lines, the 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 dance track line, stars, volleyball, volleyball players, players, tracks, track, gymnast, gymnast. I mean, you know, we went to or hood just school. West Virginia. We gymnast. went to we went we went to a hood school, so we didn't really see gymnasts. But you know, until I feel, we got Instagram. <laughs> shout out WVU, <laughs> West right? Virginia, West Virginia University. They that gymnast team, I stand for it. Okay, <laughs> go they get me a jersey. Pick. I don't even know if gymnasts have jerseys. I'm gonna go get me a leotard. Right? Snap that bitch right Gotta... in the middle, down around here, around. The, around the I bet that was on the list. Niggas can't wear leotards. No, nah, we shouldn't. You know they got shirts like that though, right? You like shirts never. that's you better never. <laughs> <laughs> you better never in your whole goddamn life. Let me find out you got something that snapped between your leg. I'm afraid. Bruh, fuck this podcast. We will never be friends again. <laughs> I, you, a- I would say so much shit to you <laughs> that you would never want to be my friend again. Bruh, I saw it online. It's a dress shirt that snap on the bottom like a leotard. And the purpose of the shirt is so it, it's like an untuckable shirt. And I'm like, There's they so gonna many find things. out when you go to the bathroom and they see you at the urinal <laughs> No, <laughs> trying to unsnap your shit. No, there's so many other things. They they have little clips that'll hold your shirt down. Like dog, it don't take much effort just to tuck the shirt back in your damn pants and keep it moving, bro. No, I get, I I understand the uncomfortability of always having to tuck your shirt in. I get that, but they have made a lot less extreme measures for you to just keep your shirt tucked in. There's literally, literally. Clips made just for that. But yeah, somebody came up with the leotard shirt. I'm I'm pretty sure it's selling too. I don't know. I ain't buy one. 
We're just a nigga somewhere that nah, wants that shit to snap. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. The fact that you know about the Leotard shirt lets me know that you might have one at the house. I ain't got one. I buy a Balenciaga shirt. I will buy a Balenciaga shirt before I buy that shit. All right. All right, I'm gonna give you a pass then. But this is the type of shit where you was like, hey, certain times you gotta go for a walk. You need to go exactly. for a walk. Exactly. These was... are prime moments for going for a you walk. You go for a walk. Another one. Dana White. Dana White at a club with, 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 with his wife. First of all, y'all both 50. The fuck are you doing in a club? I understand it's New Year's, but y'all millionaires. There's was so many a, was better ways to bring in the New Year. And it y'all was, was in, in there wearing a t-shirt and shit. Like, y'all wouldn't even, y'all didn't even have on no, like, I, let me tell you, every New Year's where I'm, if I'm out, out, I'm wearing a tuxedo somewhere. That that's that's what I should. Unless you're going to church and you know it's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, but if yeah. I'm going to a party, if I'm not if I'm not going to a kickback with close friends and family, that's when you, then that's I'm going you somewhere. Down. Yeah. If if I'm going if if it's not that, then yeah, I want to go somewhere where I could wear a tuxedo, where I could wear a nice top hat and have some champagne. And I'm not going all, nowhere. And that's what I'm looking for. That's the vibe I'm going for. These I'm niggas, not going to your club with t-shirt and jeans on. The fuck? What was that? What was that t-shirt brand that used to be like the UFC t-shirt brand? You don't remember that shit? Tap out. It was. It wasn't just tap out. They used to have one more because I had a few of them. That's why I'm not judging. It was like it was like urbanly accepted, like you know, nigga accepted. They had like a little brand that used to it used to have like the little skulls and shit on it. Damn, I can't. I remember. know what you're talking about. I, I know the brand. I don't remember the name. But as soon as you said the skulls, it's like, fuck, okay, I remember. Fuck, I can't remember the name. But they used to have a little brand. And that's I the type of shirt Nate, he was wearing. Nate or Nick Diaz used to wear the brand. Something like mistaken. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to them. Used to be my favorite back in the day. Them niggas could fight. They got a solid chin, too. Them niggas could take a goddamn punch. That's why they be winning fights, because you just can't whoop them. Nate Diaz, you cannot knock that motherfucker out. <laughs> Now, don't get me wrong. They can fight. They could throw hands, but shit. It's like you could hit him and hit him and hit him. That motherfucker's still coming. Eventually, you get tired, and that motherfucker's still coming. He's like, he's fucking Jason. <laughs> he's fucking Jason. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, this is what happens when you don't walk away. Dana White, his wife, because I feel like enough people aren't talking about this shit, and it's bothering the fuck out of me. Dana White and his wife are at a club. Then you can see them... For some reason, somebody's recording him because, you know, celebrity, I guess. They in a VIP section, what have you. But him and his wife going at it. Like, you can, you can see it. The body language. The yeah. body language is horrible. And then she starts to walk away, and I guess he's saying something to her or whatever. It looks like he kind of grabs her, like, where are you going? Or whatever. And then she slaps him. And he immediately, reaction-wise, slaps her back. I'm not saying... I'm not saying the reaction is good. It just appeared to be a reaction type of thing. Like, you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Right. But it didn't stop there. They 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 broke it up. They broke you watched the video, right? I watched it. It looked like he hit her twice before they broke it up. He hit her and I think he pushed her away. Like he pushed her down. Okay, but oh, he put hands on her again. Agree, agree. No, I'm not yeah. I'm not sitting up here defending Dana White. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying you clear. are. I'm just saying, like, cause this is my thing. If it was she slapped him, he hit her back. Bad as that is, it's like, it was a reaction. You shouldn't have did that. Maybe that could be, 
you could probably get yourself out of that. But it's the slap, and then you put your hands on her again. Then at that point, it's like, nigga, what are you doing? Because no that second it. one wasn't the reaction. You, the first, you do that. The bad thing is, no matter what, the first one, we all raised on certain rules. You know, certain things, certain things we talked about earlier, certain things men can't do. That, that to, When we're children, we're taught we can't do that. Yeah, you can't put your hands on the one. That's when the walk comes in. You, We've all been hit by women. It's like, all right. That's what it usually ends up with us saying. Okay, you know what? All right. And then you get out the fucking house. You, you go for a walk. And hopefully she doesn't chase you to hit you some more. Oh, they get that little, that little hit. That little, when they punch you in the back. Woo! <sighs> By you doing that motion, I know you've been through that more than a few times. Hey, don't do that. Because, bro, that don't shit is annoying. Like, don't put me out there like that. <laughs> no, I, I've been there too. I can identify with it. That shit hey, is not fun. All you be worried about is make sure, let me make sure I have my keys and my phone. I am out of here, man. Fuck this shit. And you hope somebody, because the thing is, you know, the incident is going to be seen by somebody. And before you do one of those where you turn around and kind of throw your hands up and you like, you know, get up off me. You need a witness like, to see, to see, <laughs> you just need a witness to see like, hey, I ain't hit her. I just was like, <laughs> hands in the air, I'm a, I'm get a, up <laughs> off me. <laughs> I'm going to give a little bit of game. So that action isn't intended to hit anybody. It's to get you up off me. But I'm going to swing my arms hard enough where in the process of you getting off me, if you get caught by one of these arms, it's not going to feel good for you. But it's not me intentionally hitting you. I'm just trying to get you up off me. But if you happen to be in, the, in that tight radius, that's your fault. Because I'm just trying to create space. Oh, so you sneak hitting women now? I'm going to take this Nigga, out of you. don't play stupid. Too, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take this out of your name too. <laughs> no, no. Say pineapple. No, you can it's keep okay. it. <laughs> That's what every guy uses it for. It's, it's like a universal move. It's the, like, they can't see what I'm doing, but you know the move. Get up off me. Get up, get up off yeah. me. Yeah. Get up off me. Hey, move, man. Hey, get up off yeah, me. Yeah, right? <laughs> you put Just the palms enough. up, they show like, hey, I'm not hitting nobody, but you bring that on fast enough up where it's like, if you're too close, you might catch something. I'm just, look, I put my hands straight up in the air. Move. Move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that. And now you hope people could see the incident from the point she's hitting you. Because if they only catch the get up off me, then you look like the bad guy. The thing that's bothering me post all of this is, you know, he comes out, you know, he says he was wrong. I mean, what else can you say? You know what I mean? Name someone else who had that much, like, uh, like there's been accusations where, where niggas whole off lost their job, then got suspended, da 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 da. He hired a fighter for after he whooped his girlfriend's ass. Um, he played defensive end for Dallas Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers. Um, he was actually pretty good. Damn, what's his name? It was it was rumors that he beat up his girlfriend. The team I think suspended him for like a couple of games because of course it wasn't on video. He say she say, but now since the public knows, we have to do something. Okay, you're suspended three games. But then a little while goes by. Again, and this time it gets a little worse because now she's posting pictures of her face online. So it's like, hey, you know what? You're bringing in too much negative press to the team. We're going to cut you. They cut him. Another team signs him. He does this shit again. Eventually, the teams are like, look, we ain't trying to deal with you. You, you, you too much. Now he fights for the UFC and Dana White fucking loves the guy. So, so what you're saying is the UFC doesn't care about domestic violence? Hell no. Nah. They might be worse than the NFL. Hmm. Because I'm sitting here thinking, like, I feel like if there was video footage of, and I hate to use him, but he's, like, my favorite UFC fighter, but he always getting in trouble. 
John Bones Jones. John Jones. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's my favorite too. Like he's, he's, I just he's wish probably the nigga... pound for pound, hands down, the greatest UFC fighter ever, the greatest mixed martial arts if, ever. If that nigga just stayed on a straight arrow, just <laughs> stayed away from the drugs and just fought, just just fight, bro, he would have been hands down undisputed the greatest UFC fighter ever. He is that good to me, in my opinion. But anyways, anyways, but if if that was the case, I just think if there was video of him putting his hands on his wife, suspensions would be coming. Right. And usually that's what, if we're going to keep it a buck about just sports, maybe not the NBA because the NBA seems to be a little bit more progressive when it comes to these type of issues. But when it comes to professional sports, depending on how good you are, there's a lot of shit you could get away with, especially if it's not on video. Ray Rice, he wasn't even top Top Don't fifteen running. No, no, no. Ray Rice. Ray Rice was top. Was a top ten running back. He, Ray Rice was. Ray Rice was up there. Not when he hit that woman. Yes, he if was. He was a top ten. Yes, top I'm 10 telling running you. Back. I'm telling. I'm telling you. Ray Rice was top. Ray 10. Rice was at still at the top of his career when it happened. Well, the I don't problem think he was, was top ten. Okay, that's neither here nor there. We talking ten years okay. ago. That the problem was that video footage aired once and the that's video the point got that I'm out. Trying to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Because prior to the video, he was only going to get, at the absolute most, he was going to get six games without the video. Once that video hit the hit the airwaves or hits TMZ and people saw how violent that punch was, that's when it was like, okay, we can't just give him six games because that's going to look bad on the league. We have to give him a bit more severe punishment than that. And then at that point, he was just a hot button topic and it was like, look, we can't really sign you because it's going to bring too much negative press. So, if that's the reaction, if video, because video seems to be, because now we could hear accusations, because then, like the Tory Lane scene, people can always hide behind, oh, well, you know, the bitch could be lying. Like, people can always hide behind that. But when we see video footage of shit, it's like, man, I can't, I can't, you can't walk this back. Like, it happened. So, usually, that's when people get into bullshit. Like, that's usually when repercussions do come. There's no repercussions here. Right, because videos burn images in your brain. Words do not. So I find like, I feel like it's not enough people talking about it. Like, the only reason a lot of people aren't talking about it because of the timing, because of what happened to um, the player for the Bills. Had that not happened, this would have been everywhere. Maybe, maybe that's how he was able to skate away through all of it. Maybe that because that became the sports story of the week. Right. Um, maybe that's why, or I'm lumping this in with Brett Favre and rich white man who could get away with mostly anything. That too. I think it's a little of both. Um, I think the football story makes it easy, easier for people to sweep this under the rug. Cause had it been Lamar Jackson who punched his girlfriend, even with that other football story, they probably would have still been talking about Lamar. Um, so, yeah, I do think there's a little bit of that being a rich white man. And no, this story doesn't have nearly as much legs as it should. It's just, I don't see enough. And and we're all allowed to make mistakes. I stand by people are allowed to make mistakes in life in general. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not capping it. Like, I'm not, I'm not caping for this man. People are, should be allowed to make energy. mistakes. But the same way 
The same way y'all, y'all, y'all blast and put everybody on the ticker who've done this shit, all the athletes, especially all the black athletes who've done similar shit or lesser shit and they got their names on the ticker for six, seven, eight days, do it to him. This is what Dana White did. Make him get up and... Dude, bring up Kyrie again. Not, not defending what he did. He did what he did. It was stupid. But y'all made us listen to that shit for like a month. For real. A fucking month. Yeah, this man had to apologize. He had to build a synagogue and all that shit. There ain't no way they ain't got to do none funny. of that. Chill, chill Frank. You, you <laughs> hey, chill, Frank. Hey, chill, Frank. Hey, Frank trying to, hey, Frank trying to get us snapped up out of here, boy. Nigga, hey, we just... Hey, just stop this. You thought just, it was funny, nigga. You laugh. We just starting a bubble. This nigga's trying to... I think it's a hot. No, Frank, that ain't funny. Chill. Hey, chill out, bro. Hey, chill out, bro. See how Frank right. almost scared me into not wanting to talk about this no more? <laughs> Is man, but no, give him the same energy, make him accountable for his action, and it doesn't feel like he's being held accountable. Not to the same degree of y'all, of y'all make other people accountable. You did mention synagogues, and uh, one of the people who are calling for because you know, the UFC, I believe they there's a board of governors that 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 like the ultimate, like Dana White is the the the, the main he's boss. A, He's like the CEO. He has to answer to like a board of directors or something. Like no, but so there's a board of like senators and governors and people who actually, what's the word I want to say? Like they govern, they govern the, 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 the league. So there have been Ari Emanuel, who's the one who Kanye blames for, for rallying the, the Jewish troops. That's Kanye's claim. Um, he blamed one person? He, I mean, Ari's pretty, Ari's a very powerful person. The man okay. Ari, Ari Gold from, from Entourage is based off of this agent. Oh, Like he's okay. based off of that person, right? He's Got you. Okay. one of the more powerful men in Hollywood, right? But he is one calling for, for that board to do something about Dana White. Now, has anything happened? No. Have there been any real professional repercussions? None at all. No consequences. I guess he ain't that powerful now, is he? Like I said, it's just w- weird how certain things get swept under the rug. There's always a, there's always a, the Jerry Jones shit, the, the Brett Favre shit, certain things. Wait, real quick, Jerry Jones shit, what was that? You remember Jerry Jones was standing outside of the, of the school? Segregation. Oh yeah, when he oh, yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about this. But well, yeah, when he I'm was in the mob. It. My bad. I'm good. But certain shit just finds its way to like it. It hits the airways, and then it's a lot of like it's a lot of like shh, shh, don't talk, shh, and it just slowly dies out. This is one of those. I don't know, man. Shit just. Dana's gonna book a Conor McGregor fight real quick to get people off his ass. Gotta get him talking. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's gonna be like, Connor, I need you. Pick a black guy and talk shit. Oh, probably might book a fight, a fight for single de Mayo and make him fight a Mexican fighter like Floyd does. Floyd was the king of single de Mayo. Ain't that, ain't that crazy? <laughs> like, think about it. It was him and Oscar De La Hoya. Like, they always had a fight single de Mayo. 
And no, whenever I- Floyd fought on single Mayo, he fought a Mexican boxer. But it was smart because he know that whole country would pay top dollar to see him lose. Either he wins or lose, he still gets money. I'm not going to lie, man. Floyd was smart when it came to that, that marketing and boxing. He knew his shit. Money Mayweather. It was the best pivot. Yeah. That pretty boy Floyd wasn't working, but that money Mayweather, though, changed the game. Be the villain. Villains. I'm telling you, it's my villain season. Think about I mean, he's right. Whether more people will pay to see you lose than pay to see you win. And he's like, fuck it. It is what it is. Nigga laughed to the bank every single time. And you, you, you know that the blue face shit was probably over a bitch. The, 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 I don't know. I don't know much about Dana White and his wife. To be honest, I, I didn't know Dana White was married, to be honest. And I've been following UFC since his birth. <laughs> um, she was probably upset with him for being drunk. Lashed out at him. You're being an ass. Bow. She looked, she looked drunk. Don't too. hit me, bitch. Go- Boom. <laughs> Oh, okay, Frank. Hey, Frank. Frank on one. Hey, and I'm letting him have it. I'm going to let him have it. It was probably over a bitch, the whole situation. It's probably over a female. Let me not say bitch. Probably over a hoe. Because, you know, we love the hoes. We love the hoes. Hoes seem like a softer word. No? It, yeah, absolutely. It's probably Especially the way we say it. Because, I, you know, I usually don't use the B word that often. No, I think the B word is very abrasive. I, I don't like it. But I catch myself on here, and it's you. I really feel like you're the bad influence. Um, I can be at times. No, you are, most times. Um, but uh, it, was, it was likely over a hoe. And sometimes maybe people should share. Share or understand that you're not going to be a person's everything. What do you mean? So, you're familiar with Tahir Moore. He's a comedian. Big fan of Tahir. Big fan of Tahir. So, Tahir was on a podcast recently explaining an agreement him and his wife have. My wife and I, one, we believe in the 80-20 rule. You can get 80% of what you need from one person. And you might rule. need like that 20% for someone else. That doesn't mean that you love that person any less. It's not just mean that they're not giving you 100% of their effort and love and time. It just might be like, I need this love, something, something. Expecting someone to be completely monogamous is very unrealistic, we feel like, in this day and time. We both know we are very sexual beings and we be f***ing. You know, it's like when I'm on a roll, I still be wanting to be fucking. And when I'm gone, she still be wanting to be fucking. So we we just came up with an agreement that worked for us and the lifestyle that we have. And that's my best friend, bro. I like to tell her everything. Like when I had a crazy situation, I'm like, you ain't gonna believe this. She sucked my dick on the top of a skyscraper right before I hopped on the helicopter. She was like, what? Tell me everything. So he said the 80-20 rule? I thought, <laughs> wait, that ain't the 80-20 rule I was raised on. <laughs> No, it wasn't. Uh, so basically, he's saying no one can be your 100% of what you want. They can be 80% of what you want, but the other 20, you would have to get from somewhere else. And he's saying that monogamy is an unrealistic concept. So he's like, look, he, him and his wife are both sexual beings. And when he's out doing this thing, he may still want to fuck some. And then again, while he's out on the road and she's home, she may still want to fuck some. And they're okay with that. That's the agreement they have. And I'm here to say, you got me completely fucked up. Elaborate. 
ain't no 80-20 here. Now, do I believe in the concept 80-20? Sure, but not to the degree him and his wife do. Will a person be 100% of everything you want? No, but does that mean you have to go out and get that 20 elsewhere? No, you don't have to. I think that is selfish to feel that you that you have to get the the other 20 that you will sacrifice the 80 to get the 20. And maybe in his case he's not he doesn't feel he's sacrificing the 80 because they have an agreement. No, no, hold on, hold on. How is that a sacrifice though? They're agreeing to the 80. Like I'm not going to lie to you. That's what I just said. In their case maybe it's not a sacrifice for them, but in my case cuz for me, I wouldn't I couldn't agree to that. That hey, if when I'm out traveling for work, I'm going to do this and I'll be okay with you. I, I, I'm going to disagree with you. I, I honestly, I'm starting, and as I've gotten older, I'm starting to believe that monogamy is, is super unrealistic. Um, just think about our, think about our whole lives. Think about our parents. Think about even the relationships in our, in our friend groups and like monogamy, that ain't, that, Honestly, it's cute now because like people got YouTube pages with their relationships and shit, but that shit really, that shit's really unreal. It's actually, we are all animals and no animal is monogamous. No real animal, maybe penguins. Bullshit. That's it. Okay, how about penguins, penguins are monogamous? You'll see monogamy and you will see family units with animals that have one offspring. The less offspring an animal has is a better chance of that animal being monogamous and raising that fam, raising that child in a family unit. The, the probably the most iconic, fa- one of the most iconic animal family units is like a lion pride, and it's really one nigga fucking all his hoes and raising his kids. He may keep his brother around <laughs> for a little extra. Maybe one of his sons grow up and get a little older. He keep him around, and then eventually, hey, my nigga, these my hoes get the fuck out of here. So that's polygamy. That's a whole different type of relationship. Agreed. That's why I'm saying monogamy. I it just it seems so unrealistic. Like it's not unrealistic. I mean, me and my wife are an example of a monogamous couple. Agreed. Agreed. But you like y'all like 10 years in. Who knows yeah, how long that shit's gonna last? Gonna last if one of us die. If she was to risk it all. You know what I'm saying? To, to be with, with, what's that dude's name? Kofi, you know, Sorobo, Sirabe. Idris. Idris Elba. Um, That's typically Michael women's B. go-to. Jordan. That's their cheat day. I don't know. I don't, never brought his name up. I know Idris. I know she has a crush on him. So let's say if he were to meet her, do I think she would risk it? She's human. Possibly, but is she going out looking for it? No. Am I going out looking for it? No. But if I were to stumble across Megan Thee Stallion, could I be tempted? Maybe. And but that the thing is, right we're there, not looking for it. That right there further shows that it ain't y'all not monogamous because because y'all want to be y'all monogamous because the opportunity's not there. Because you, you just gave me opportunity, like. They may be unrealistic ass opportunities because you you do right. say a lot and of unrealistic say- shit on here to to you know like I said you are always always investing in the potential price of future pussy that is your thing you've been doing that since we started this part and right. God forbid you ain't gonna fuck that up I get that because that helps you 
put more coins in your pussy basket. I get that. What I'm saying is, okay, this you're talking about opportunities if they presented themselves. But there could there's there's chicks just as bad as Megan Thee Stallion out here in these regular ass streets. Exactly. And you don't think I could pull them? I never said you could. No, I no, said, I'm asking. Do you think I can? Stay in the house because you right, don't want to run across the opportunity it. of it. Dude, when I travel, I'm outside. When I go to work and I go to different locations, I'm outside. I see people. I work out at the gym. There's women at the gym. It's, there's opportunity. And the same goes for her. She works at a hospital. There are doctors. There are surgeons. There are, quote unquote, high value men around her as well. But you act on it. And you it's the choice of not acting on it. I, Everybody I, has options. Everybody has opportunity. I, I hear you. I hear you. But you, you, you do go out of your way to avoid certain opportunities. And I get that. What I'm saying is you just gave me earlier examples of opportunities you would take, which lets me know that monogamy isn't really that ideal when even people who are in some of the most monogamous relationships I know have, oh, but you know, this person come, I'm fucking. You know what I'm saying? Everybody throws it out there like, hey, this is a person that I might have fantasized about and if that opportunity comes along, I'll do it. But truth be told, if you... Okay, I can't speak for everybody. I'll just speak for myself on this. There is no person on this earth that can make me lose my family. I love my children. I love my wife dearly. There is not this a is, single this person. Is you, this is an example of you investing in potential prize of pussy, but go ahead, continue. But it's the truth, though. Like, it means the world to me to wake up and see my kids. Like, you, when I... When, when we recorded last week, you mentioned, hey, you're the first face they see when they wake up. You're the last face they see. That shit means the world to me because I didn't have it. To see my kids, you know, cheer when they see me. Like, when I'm coming down the hall and Miani sees me or her friends see me, her friends even know, hey, Miani, that's your daddy. Because she screams daddy as she's running down the hall to hug me. Ain't no woman on this earth that will make me give that up. You can still be that for your daughter. You can still pick your daughter up and take her to school every day. It's not going to be the same. If if <clears throat> if the home structure fails and I'm not... Let's say if I cheat on my wife, there's no way she would accept that. And then now you don't feel I'm like You house. don't feel like you and your wife's love is strong enough that even if you did make that mistake in, in your monogamous world, that, that's a mistake. Even if you made that mistake that your wife... Y'all couldn't find a way to get back to love. Like, that's just it for you. Y'all could never love again with all the love y'all got. Y'all talking about loving each other. Yes, y'all been together 10 plus years, but we talking about y'all have known each other your whole entire lives. Y'all loving each other for decades. She could just give that up. Y'all literally walking around with the, with the, with the dream of falling in love with a best friend, falling in love with a childhood friend, somebody who I've known my whole life. Y'all, do you think she would throw all of that away over one indiscretion? She could take everything that you just said and turn it to me and say you was willing to throw all of that away for some pussy. It's a double-edged sword. But you I, out that here, is you not out a risk I'm willing to take. But he, see, you out here traveling, providing for your family. You go, you go to these different cities often. You know what I'm saying? As your, as your 
as your company grows, you know, that your little business, as <laughs> call back, as your little business grows, um, you're going to come across times where you're probably going to have to be out of town a lot longer than just two, a three week. days out the week. You know what I'm saying? Until you right. get to a point where you got all these different employees and all that. Sometimes you got to go and hey, like, I'm going to be out there two weeks. It just is. I'm going to try to fly back over the weekend if I can. But, you know, it's going to be some some days it just can't happen. Because we all know construction right. really don't happen on the weekend. Like, we, we know that. Y'all be lazy. I know. I get you. But you're going to be gone a long period of time. Why? Why? How come she can't understand, like, hey, this might have happened. It's not something that was meant to happen. Or y'all can just come with an understanding, like, hey, when I'm out of town, I'm going to do my thing. When you out of town, you do your thing. I don't think that's so, like, such a wild thing for you and your wife. I just can't see how she can't understand. I made a, I might have made a mistake and she can't push past that and and still be there for the love. And the thing is, you got to understand, it's not just her. It's my decision. This has to be something I'm okay with. I wouldn't be okay doing that. Okay, so my father wasn't a monogamous person. I've seen what that did to my mother. I've seen how she responded to that. I've seen how my father's actions affected my sisters by him being... My father wasn't... My father's on wife number three. My father wasn't monogamous. I gotta... Okay, so you come from the same perspective I come from. Can you see yourself doing that to your own family? No, that's why I think... Exactly. Because of how unrealistic that is. But I don't have to worry about tearing my wife up like that because we would have an understanding of what happens Outside the house happens outside the house. As long as I don't have no babies out here in the outside world, I really don't see where they... If now, their understanding is there, there shouldn't be an issue. What happens out the house doesn't stay at the house. Because what you did at the house is a part of you and you bring that shit back in the house, whether you want to realize it or not. Nothing stays out the house. It stays with you. It was your actions. You did that. It's who you are. And you come back with that shit. Okay. As long what I'm saying is as long as who I'm messing with and the things that happen outside over there, with whatever the agreement me and my wife have, me and my lady have, what happens over there, and it never, it never shows up at her front door. This girl never confronts her. She never comes to her as a woman. None of that other silly shit. As long as I make sure that there is enough respect for me with the people who I'm dealing with outside, that they never disrespect me or her, then I think that I think that's a feasible thing to work with. That's why I just don't, I don't the think key monogamy word in is what you're feasible. Is agreement? That's an agreement between y'all two. That is not something I would agree to. And I think that's the the key point in in this conversation here. You would be okay with that. I, on the other hand, would not be, because. You, you've known me for a long time, well over 20 years. When have you ever seen me juggle women? It's never been something I did. I would date somebody. I, I, was, I was a serial dater. I would date you, and the moment I was tied with you, I'd stop dating you, I'd date somebody else. As far as dealing with multiple people at the same time, that wasn't me. I don't have the capacity for that. And then now that I'm locked in with the family, I'm really not trying to do no shit like that. My family take up all my free time. If I'm not scheduled to be somewhere for somebody, I'm with family. Anybody who knows me know that. So, like, when we do the podcast, this is scheduled time. Hey, 
I'm going to be with Marvin doing this. And when I do this from home, so I'm technically still with my family. Any free time outside of that, if you wanted to place a sure bet on anything, you could bet Frank is with his family. So what happens when we move this pod outside the home? Because you know it's happening. You know it's, it's going to happen. Like, we're closer and closer to that every day. We, I, I, we are I know studio it. building, all of that shit. <laughs> that's still going to be scheduled time, though. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be out of the house, but that, it's still that's scheduled out of time. The house. That's out of the house. And those sessions are going to run three, four hours. Right. That gives opportunity. Because what happens when you not? What happens when we when we cancel it? Uh, what opportunity, Marvin? We don't record around no holes or nothing. It's just gonna be us in a camera. Uh, I don't know what made you think that we're not gonna have holes around. <laughs> <laughs> think about think about the potential. Think about the potential studios we've talked about. Right. The, right. Some of those places gonna have gonna have people come through. Right or wrong. Yeah, there's a potential for that. Absolutely. But again, opportunity. my brother throws a brunch. His brunch is live. I've gone to his brunch plenty of times, solo. If nothing happens in not that after environment... This episode, tri- not after this episode. <laughs> Maybe not after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> not after this episode. Your wife ain't gonna let you go nowhere with me after this episode. <laughs> and it's funny because she's gonna be like, oh, so there's hoes at the brunch? Like, baby, they post them. Like, you see them. Like, they don't hide them. The women be everywhere. That's when you really gonna get to. So, you had, you had fun without me? Yeah, I know. <laughs> How much fun did you have without me? That was the craziest. Yeah, come back from brunch. So, so you have fun? Nah, I just chill with Don. Dude, one time I went to brunch, it was lit. Like, there was a girl, she was stripping on the tables and everything. When I got home, did you have fun? I just chilled with a bed. It was cool. Just vibed. Just stood up by the DJ? Yeah, right? (laughs) Stood by the DJ. Make sure every picture they take, there's nobody around me. It's me and my cup. Me and a homeboy. So, you mentioned an agreement. What happens out the house, stay out the house, right? Okay. So, let's say that is the case. However, what if what happens out the house gets plastered or everywhere? Because again, what happens with your spouse is not just your spouse doing it. There's other people involved. What if they're the ones that's messy and it's letting the news out? So now that agreement between you and your wife no longer stays between you and your wife. For example, you had a couple in Tennessee. The wife was an officer. She's alleged to have slept with at least five of her coworkers, and then three others she did some shit with. They didn't specify what those shits was. Now it's national news. What would you do there? That's y'all agreement. She could go out and do what she wanted to do. You doing what you doing. But what happens when it becomes national news that your wife is in a gangbang with her coworkers? I'm not saying I want my wife to be out here out here, you know, getting a game bang or nothing like that. I ain't, I'm not saying that. Um, but that's her but thing. What if she wanted that? One, I don't necessarily need to find out about it. You know what I'm saying? Because in this, in this, in their, in their situation, you know, it, it became national news. But how often is what you, what your, you and your wife doing becoming national news? But I can understand how it could blow up in your world. Like, your world can blow up. Like, it can show up all over Instagram. It can show up all over Facebook. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, your world. Exactly, right. It can blow up in your world. I get that. 
But like I said, your wife could just love you through it. Hey, you know, that happened. You know, we came, you know, he came to me, he manned up, da 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 da. And y'all moved through past it. If y'all got an understanding, yes, she got to do something. I mean, since y'all have an understanding, maybe y'all haven't publicized y'all understanding. But if you got to do something for the outside world, like, you know, Frank, go stay at a hotel for a weekend, da 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 da. But to I took it back because I love, I, you know, I love my husband, da 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 da. If that's what she got to say to save face because y'all don't want to put y'all agreement out there, then do that. But what but I'm why saying is. risk all that? That's a it's lot, not a risk because it? the agreement is there. It's in place. No, the risk, the risk was it getting out. Again, another callback. So if Will and Jada had an agreement, we would have never known about it until August messy ass started talking. The agreement was between Will and Jada. August is, was the fun part of that agreement that was on Jada's end. She couldn't keep that end tied down. So what if. You and your partner, whatever agreement y'all had, they can't tie down the other person or you couldn't tie down your person and news get out. Is, is that worth the risk to have your whole family looking at you crazy, to have well, your whole world point, look at you crazy? At that point, I broke the agreement. I broke our agreement. I messed with somebody. I messed with somebody who they didn't gain enough respect for me and I left the potential for my lady to be disrespected. Because at this point, we probably got kids. Y'all got kids. Y'all got y'all got a family built, homes owned. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all are invested in each other. But at this point, I've embarrassed you. And I can understand. And that's the cardinal rule. To me, that's the agreement being broken. It's because I've embarrassed you. Because I think, I think at that point, then I've embarrassed you. Now, you have, to, you have to forgive me for the embarrassment part. If we're not public with the whole 80-20, whatever our agreement is. But if we're public now, if you and your wife are public, like, hey, you know, they do their little thing, you know, here and there. But, you know, Frank, Frank and his wife, man, they, you know, they fuck holes together. Like, they, they got you that. Make a, you make a good point when you bring up the embarrassment thing. And I think that's where a lot of couples, that's the breaking point. I think a lot of people that accept a lot of shit behind closed doors. It's when the embarrassment gets out and now... Their world knows what's going on. So, hypothetically speaking, if one of us were to do something, if it stayed between us, then yeah, we probably have the capacity to to accept each other's faults. Uh, faults. However, depending on how it pu- it gets out into the world, and depending on the pressures the outside world brings in on it, that may change things. But doesn't doesn't the agreement relieve that pressure though? It doesn't. I don't think the agreement cover. I think there's no clause in the agreement that covers the amount of embarrassment that it can come with. Because okay, like that conversation we just heard with Tahir, I I would assume that all his friends and family don't know they get down like that. Just off of this conversation alone, they might have to answer some questions. I think it, it blew up to now more people know, but I'm sure their close people know how they get down. Like I'm sure Kev on stage know how to hear get down. Maybe like his close Kev people. Kev on stage travels with. Okay, yeah, so maybe someone like Kev on stage who travels with him and maybe can see it. But what if it's your next door neighbor who don't travel with you? Because maybe well, fuck, why you care about the next door neighbor? Maybe he's a friend. Maybe she's a friend. Who knows? I guess to 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 put a button on this. It's to each his own. 
I don't think the whole monogamy is unrealistic. I think that is bullshit. Monogamy is very realistic. However, it may not be for everybody. Just like college. College ain't for everybody. It may not be for you. I agree. But just like college is not for a majority of people, a lot of people just feel like they have to go through it. I feel the same about monogamy. It's not for, it really isn't for a majority of people. It's just that social, social norms and a lot of shit being dictated by religion and the Bible and all the other shit that goes along with that is that it has to be monogamous or you or you disrespecting your family. You disrespect actually having them people who tote monogamy and all that stuff, them gotta go by the Bible and them Bible thumpers, all that. They be out there cheating on their wife. Martin Luther King cheated on his wife all the time. This is really bad to come out. Why the day is of, he? I don't know why, why is he the staple when it comes to <laughs> if you want to make an argument for a good man who cheated on his woman. He is. Oh, they always man. say his name. Why? I feel bad. I feel bad because <laughs> I know that that's probably because the white society has made it so that that's the one knock that they could only find on that man was that he cheated on his wife. And I'm mad that I played into it on Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> right. You're a horrible person, Marvin. Jesus God Christ. God dang it. I mean, you know, shout out Dr. King. Shout out Dr. King. They found a way to, to, to tarnish Dr. King. with Because that's the only thing they could find. That's one of the things. They was waiting for Obama to fuck up. Like, they was waiting. I'm not going to lie. I am I am shocked that the only thing they got on him was that tan suit. Do you know how much of a perfect ass motherfucking person he had to be for eight years to be the first black president when the whole country, not the whole, but a majority of the country did not want you to be there? Bro, I was waiting for a cheating scandal. I'm like, this nigga had to have a couple of hoes. A couple, at least. He's from a big city, Chicago. He's a charismatic dude. He had to have a few. And they ain't find out a one. I was like, and Jesus he Christ. got he, whoever Obama's secret keepers are, y'all are the best secret keepers on the planet. Like it's they, Olivia Pope. It gotta be Olivia Pope. He got a fixer or what? Whoever it is that he has around him, keep it that way. But at the end of the day, God forbid that Sasha and Malia come out writing a book or whatever, and then we find out. All the Obama hoes that came that was out there, we ain't even know. You know what I'm saying? If that does happen, whoever his secret keeper is, hus, her or his stock finna go way up. It's like, damn, we had to wait for the kids to write the book to find out anything? Oh, like you on your job for real. You know what? Speaking of books, Prince Harry is recently releasing, he he's gonna release his uh biography memoir, memoir and it's and it's named Spare. And it's spare because he was the spare heir. That was kind of like his nickname over in the UK. He was the spare heir. Uh, okay. Um, if something was to happen to, to William, brother. he was always around to be the next guy. Now gotcha. that he's far removed from that and he's no longer, he's a part of the royal family, but he's no longer an active member of the royal family. Him and his wife have, you know, they, they've been on their tour. They, they had they the show, the they throne. just came I out. That's the term, right? Denounce no, the they throne. didn't the throne. They were never, they were ne- he was, an, he's an, he's an heir, but he's like sixth in line now. Like once William started having kids, like I'm good. Once he started having kids, he was like, all right, I'm good and safe now. You okay, I mean? got you. But he, re- he released his, uh, 
He released his memoir, and it smashes records. It 1.4 million copies on day one. Oh shit! That's Worldwide? crazy. Day one, and in his memoir, he uh, one of the things that that was spoken about was the was the fact that back in 2007, when he was serving in Afghanistan, that he had killed 25 Taliban soldiers. And I see, I, like, I was at, I've seen people get on him about, like, why would he say that? He's, you know, he's, he should never say these type of things. Like, he's still what people consider, like, a quasi-royal. Like, he's kind, like, he's still, like, he's still Prince Harry at the end of the day. Right, he's a you figure. Know, he's, bet- he's betraying the family by letting out all this stuff. And, like, you shouldn't be talking about killing people. That's not what they do. That's not proper and this and that. So there's a recognized Taliban Twitter account. Like it's an actual thing. It's not like one of those things that just bought a blue check for the eight dollars. <laughs> These are this is the yeah. FBI monitors this web this 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 Taliban <laughs> this Taliban uh, <laughs> account, and they they denounced it. They were like, "These were these were these were actual people," and you 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 just you're, oh no, nah, he ain't kill us like that. He, you're toting, you're toting about how you killed people and this and that. These were people's sons and daughters and da 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 da. Because he it's mentioned the same Taliban that carry out terrorist attack. Yes, same Taliban, same group. <laughs> because he mentioned he was like he saw them as removing chess pieces off the board, and people were like, "Oh, look at how look at how you refer to them." The Taliban people were like, "Look at how you refer to them." These were these were these were actual. This is somebody's son, somebody daughter, and. That's what war is, guys. I, I think people have this misconception. Like he, Harry actually went to war. <laughs> I mean, that there, there's no better analogy. Those were chess pieces that that decisions were made on, moves were made on them. It's the nature of the beast. Like y'all not at war to get into a, a arm wrestling match, and whoever loses the arm wrestling match, you got to stop fighting in the war. No, you war is for keeps. It's an ugly, ugly game. It's you versus me. Because only one of us going home. And I'm right. always going to choose me. You're always going to choose you. And people forget, you know, Harry was Harry was the gunner on, on one of the choppers. Like, on the chopper gunner. Like, he was... He was actually in active duty. I, I, people forget, like... I guess maybe people are just so far removed from that video when Harry was on the base. And the alarm starts going off. And he literally stops the interview. Because, like, yo... These motherfuckers Shit coming. Shit is getting active. Shit is active. He sp- takes off the mic, sprints to get into action. Right. Why are we acting like that shit is so crazy? That is the least, the least there's, craziest thing in this book. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, because there's other people who said similar things and they're, they're touted as heroes. You have American Sniper. You ever seen that movie? Talked about him killing people. There was another sniper who has a YouTube channel. He was even featured on a few podcasts. He talks about all the kills he made. And I think he has over 50 confirmed kills. People look at him as a hero. But when Harry says he killed somebody, then it's like, oh, well, they had family. Stop sure, everybody shit. did. You keep hitting Actually, I'm not whatever. slamming. I think you hit the table. Oh, okay. My bad. But yeah, other people have admitted to doing worse. And those people are looked at as heroes. I think... People have an image of what a prince, quote unquote, should be. 
and he didn't fit that when he when he talked about his time in the armed forces. I think because everything that he's doing now, they're blaming on his wife and how it's almost like they're trying to get back at the monarchy and back at the crown as if they're trying to tear it down. And that's to me, that's just this is the first time he doesn't have a gag order. You know what I'm saying? Like the first time in his life, he actually is able to speak freely. I don't see this as tearing down the crown. They Because I understand that they have to keep a certain level of approval rating over there because you're literally the country's mascot and they're paying millions and millions of dollars for you to be a mascot. And we have you have to be so accepted that I'm willing to continue to pay taxes, like money out of my pocket just so that we can have this mascot. That's why they go on, I think it's like four or 500 events a year, appearances that the, the, the crown has to do. So I think people see this as like, people aren't going to, this isn't going to go over well. That particular story. But like, this is the, there's wilder shit in this book. So in the book, Harry talks about how he went to Prince William and Kate Middleton's wedding back in 2011. Prior to that, he had hiked to the North Pole. He had hiked through the North Pole and he had really, really bad frostbite on his dick. <laughs> Frank is flabbergasted. Because I, I would assume you. you're wearing clothes. How the fuck does something like that happen? Oh, you can get frostbite. Like, it's cold. The moisture on your body can freeze. Sweating, he got frostbite. You say he got frostbite on the dick. He peed on himself and that's how those moisture there? No, nigga, I just, I literally just talked about the sweat but dude, on your body. dude, you sweat everywhere. How do you, how is it only on his dick? He got you're, frostbite you're... really bad, but where it was hurting most is in his most sensitive part, which uh. was his dick. <laughs> and a friend recommended something for him to do to put on it to help with his frostbite. Listen to him talk about it. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. The last place I wanted to be was Frost Nippistan. I'd been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She'd urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. My mum used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? It works, Harry. Trust me. I found the tube, and the minute I opened it, the smell transported me through time. I felt as if my mother was right there in the room. Then I took a smidge and applied it down there. Down there. I'm telling you, it's going to get real weird. That's where, that's where, the, that's where the story stops. So what happened was the cream that was recommended is something that his mom used to put on her lips for, you know, just to keep it from being chap and whatnot. Right. So the smell of it, as soon as he opened the tube. Yeah, he said it took him to, back in time. Took him back to, in time to his mother. So he's sitting there holding his penis getting ready to rub cream on it and all he could think about was his mom. Like, weird. <laughs> really weird. That is some Freudian ass nightmare moment. Called it his Todger. I've never heard that one. <laughs> Todger. We use, we use dick. <laughs> when a lot of, when a lot of white America uses cock. I mean, everybody got a word. I was expecting him to say something like that. A Taja. I've never heard of a Taja. 
Well, I mean, we're from here. It's a different, it's a different world than where Touch we come from. Toucher. You want me to put that on my Toucher? <laughs> <laughs> but he was thinking. Imagine, just imagine, you holding your dick in your hand with, with some cream and the smell of it, and you just smell your mom. That's and they say transported it to, and it felt like his mom was standing right in the room. And y'all Ain't talking no about the Taliban? Way. Nigga, this is the story. <laughs> 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 this nigga was having frostbite nightmares, holding his dick in his hand. Like this is this is just imagine. Imagine we all been in. And look, and I know your sister's tired of us talking about porn. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. My show. Get your own podcast. <laughs> but imagine <laughs> you sitting holding it right in the middle. You 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 like the smell of the cocoa butter or whatever it is that you use. Remind you of your old girl. <laughs> the Rizak. <laughs> <laughs> shit just go throw you. Did <laughs> if that make you? I don't know why you using that right there. <laughs> that's a Haitian lotion, my mama. That's how I was introduced to it. <laughs> Now imagine you try to use that and now you can just it just bring you to your mom. That's such a weird dog. That's the story. If that that's the weird happens, story. You don't admit that. That's one of them things you take to the grave like that ugly girl you slept with. You don't tell nobody about no shit like that. Hey, don't know her. She looked familiar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's the story that people should be talking about. Not the Taliban. Fuck that. That's what soldiers do. Thinking of your mom while you hold your dick, that is a different level of, of thinking of your dead mom while you hold your dick. It's a different level of wild to me. And I understand scent is the, the main thing. It's that the shit, number one sense tied to memory. It is. But, bro, but you shouldn't have shared that. Certain things you got to keep to yourself. You got <laughs> certain to. things. It ain't, for, it ain't for us. Not everything is for us. Yeah. And that's what happens. We're going to judge you on it. That's what happens when you've never been able to talk to the world. So you don't really know shit that you can and cannot say. Mm, yeah, he don't know the social norm, social norms. He don't know what flies and what don't fly. Can't tell people about your torture. Because his fly was open. <laughs> in the North. God, why are you hiking in the North Pole? Ain't shit over there anyway. I mean, he's a prince. He can do whatever he wants. You ain't never a, thought about going to the North Pole? Hell nah. Nigga, I'm broke. I was just hoping to make it to New York one day. You broke? Or you used to be broke? Used to be. Dude, you know how... Lil Duval asked this question a while ago. And I'm going to tell you my answer, but I'm going to ask you the question first. When did you realize you were poor? The first time I realized I wasn't like my friends. Because <laughs> I went to private school. So the first time I realized I wasn't like my friends is when my mom... My mom never could get, I never could get the fruit roll up. I never could get the fruit by the foot. We had, my mom couldn't even get the, the main brand applesauce. We had Those mocks. are luxury snacks right there. Luxury shit. We had the cinnamon, the cinnamon applesauce because they was like 10 cents less. It was in that moment where I realized, you know, like, hey, you know, mom, it'd be cool if you get, you know, if we could get $3 to, you know, by the, by, the, by the lunch, you know, they got a lunch lady now at the private school. We had just got one. I mean, she looked Spanish. She made a, a, 
she'd come like twice a week, make a little little school pollo and and maybe a maybe a rice and beans or whatnot. But them was the days. Like it was real hype for them days. Yeah, I was about to say, no, that sounds like good eating. Yeah, um, nah. You gonna get this bologna sandwich. I'ma fry it. <laughs> I'ma cut it in half, not even in diagonal, because the rich kids got diagonals. <laughs> I didn't get diagonal until I grew up and could cut it myself. That's that's so the name brand, that's when I knew I wasn't like other kids. Fam, I didn't realize we were poor until I was in college. See, you because under- you went to public school and all your friends was living in the same situations as you. Exactly. Man, I thought we was middle class because we lived in the house. I'm like, man, we're not poor. I'm like, poor is the people on Section 8 who pay $12 for rent. Like, that's poor. Yeah, my mom got a job. My yeah, mom, like, my mom got a job. My mom, mom like, worked for the government. People we want got government a, jobs. Yeah, we live in a house with a gate. Like, we're not poor. It wasn't until I got to college and in economics class, they showing what a middle... A middle, uh, a middle class family make versus what poor families make, and we wasn't even on the top end of what poor families make. Well, oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> like, oh shit! You be looking at hindsight like Jesus Christ. I'm like, what you mean, poor families bringing in ninety thousand dollars <laughs> per household? Like, we ain't, we ain't there. Like, damn. So you mean to tell me all this time we've been poor? Like that, that changes things. So yeah, I was not trying to go to no North Pole. We were poor. I thought New York was like New York and LA. Those are like the place to travel to. Even up until I got married, I got married at 30. And my wife was like, when we was talking about places for honeymoon, I wasn't throwing out the places she was throwing out. I'm thinking we probably gonna do the typical. Let's probably somewhere in the Caribbean. She's like, nah, we finna go to Europe, go to Paris, go to London. In my head, I'm like, okay, cool. But deep down, I'm thinking like, shit, man, that, them places only existed in textbooks. Like, on you, the you movies. Wanna, yeah, like, you want to go there? Like, for real? Dude, we were so poor that going out of town was going to West Palm Beach. Like, that was out of town. Like, driving more than an hour <laughs> was out of town. Like, nigga, we were poor. <laughs> you ain't saying nothing. To this day, when niggas talk about going to Homestead, that shit still seem... So far, like in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna need two Capri Suns. Uh, like, need, you have to I prepare. Need provisions. I need provisions. <laughs> I can't just, I can't just go on this trek. Like that's, I gotta get on two. I gotta get on two highways. No, I can't even exactly. do it. Exactly. And nigga, want think about no North Pole, <laughs> bro? <Bruh. laughs> Ain't nothing over there for me, man. Oh man, you lucky if I'm gonna go to Canada any month outside of July. It gets hey, cold in Canada, real talk, bro. Real talk, Toronto's on my short list. I got to do Toronto. Uh, no, I want to go to Toronto, but again, I'm going to Toronto July, August. I'm not trying to go to Toronto, anything outside of that. That Canadian cold don't play, bro. When you get bored, just look up what the temperatures be in Canada. I don't know how people live <laughs> there. When you get bored, just look at Hey, look, man. Look, as it's cold as, as it's cold this weekend, nowhere near as cold. The, Broward County had a weather advisory for 30 degrees. It's going to be 38 degrees. They like, hey, next two days, emergency, bring your dogs inside. Don't leave nobody up. Like, it's it's dead ass. Dude, all them iguanas in the street, them niggas fucked. 
They gonna freeze and fall out them damn trees. It's gonna be ridiculous. This is usually when the iguana catchers go out and get them. Because it's easy to I didn't even them. know that was a thing until the last time. Not this past cold front, but a cold front we had a couple of years ago. When they made the news that people was catching them and, and eating them and shit. I was like, dog, I ain't even know y'all folks existed. Remember, there was the story about the guy who had captured like hundreds of them. He thought they was like dead. He like gets paid to do that. <laughs> he put them in the pack. And then they, they sitting in the, they on the floor. And the, the bottom of the floor out. was getting warm. The niggas started thawing out. He said all he heard was... <laughs> he was like, what the fuck is going on back there? Hundreds of iguanas coming to life in the back of his car. Exactly. Them iguanas not supposed to be here. Them, they supposed to be at the equator somewhere. Like, the coldest it's supposed to get for them is like maybe 70 degrees. They're they not built to last in this subtropic weather. Man, y'all got it. Man, y'all... Let me tell you, the way y'all... Acted this weekend like it's so like it was so brick. It's brick out there. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm 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 out the brunch for my dog Javier's birthday. So you know I'm I'm dressing it. You know shout out to Javi, toxic Javi. That's why that's why we played Future at the beginning for my dog. Oh okay. <laughs> shout out to him. But I'm out this weekend. Hey y'all y'all. I, I'm, I'm dressing Not, like hey, I'm bro. dressing like I'm in New York tomorrow. I'm dressed like I'm, I'm about in to New say, York. You don't get plenty opportunities to wear a nice coat. Or, or that nice sweater you got. Take it. If you could get out in the weather, take it, man. Go out and enjoy the cold. I don't, people be acting like outside, they're allergic to outside once it gets below 68 nah, degrees. Man. Nah, nigga, I'm go out outside. and enjoy that weather. I'm outside. Before we close out, I want to salute to all those, you know, Issa Rae said it best. I'm rooting for everybody black. So the Golden Globes passed. I didn't watch it because who has time to watch award shows anymore? At this point, once YouTube came along and they, it used to be like they wouldn't put the good shit on YouTube. Like you would have to go and watch it. Now the shit be on Twitter before the show off. So fuck it. All the highlights, everything you need to see. Yeah. So I got to see all of the greats, all of the black people who, who won. Angela Bassett won for best actress in a supporting role, which is fucking well deserved. She's the first actor in the MCU to win, to win a, wow. a big award of that of that caliber. Rightfully so, she earned it. Earned it, didn't she say? Haven't I given everything? Didn't she tell us that, that? scene? My God, that scene was that Crack scene a hit. Tear in my eye every time I watch it. That scene hit. When that bitch hit Disney Plus, nigga finna watch that shit so many times. Next month. Can't wait. This is her second one since since uh, since What's Love Got to Do With It. Okay. This is her second win. Uh, Quinta Brunton won for Best Actress in a TV series, musical, or comedy. Well-deserved. Abbott well Elementary. Deserved. Tyler James Williams. Everybody hate Chris because, you know, that's, that's, you know, everybody, that's how we know him. Black people, when we see you, we'll never call you your name. We'll call you by what we know you from. Like that is true. That, hey, look at everybody hates Chris. Like, cause that's what I said when I saw him. Look right. at everybody hates Chris. What? G- give me a, give me another example uh, of that. You got uh um shit, Urkel. They don't call him Jaleel White. They call him Urkel. Straight up. But when you have them iconic roles or what we know you from, and that, that could be anything, that's who you're going to be forever. 
the Olsen twins, our generation, we'll call them Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. The both of them are Michelle. <laughs> exactly. Keenan and Keenan Thompson <laughs> just almost got his name. Because even regardless of whichever one I saw, I would still say, hey, come it's look, Keenan and Kel. Kel. He, <laughs> He's both of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, because sometimes, hey, I'm not gonna lie to you. I just learned probably about like five years ago which one's Keenan, which one's Keenan. I used to forget. Really? Because I would forget. Because when because you, you know, it's cool when you're watching it on the show, but I'm so right. so far removed from it, like. I'm going to just, hey. Keenan and Kel. Look at Keenan and Kel. Zendaya, Zendaya won for uh, for Euphoria. Euphoria? Oh, I well can't deserved. wait till that show comes back. <laughs> well deserved. Especially the way it ended. That shit ended kind of crazy. Well deserved. Nobody, nobody deserved it. Because let her collect her things. There was no way anybody else was going to get that. I'm sorry. Right. Hands down. Especially and after Eddie episode Murphy, five. Oh, come on. I remember when I remember when I told you and you, you was told like, me about binge that. it. I said, Bruh. get to episode five. I guarantee you, this is when Zendaya wins every. I told you she wins yeah. every award after, after this. After watching episode five, I was like, okay, she's a beast at acting. Like that whole episode, she crushed it. That's my baby, man. Abbott Elementary won for best comedy. I mean, for best, best, yeah, best comedy series, hands down. Well that show's hilarious. People, if you're not watching Abbott Elementary, uh, you stop listening out. to us. <laughs> stop yeah. listening to us. Because you're missing out. Like, it's that literally the hilarious. best show on TV. And Eddie Murphy won, uh, I guess this, it's called the Cecile B. DeMille Award. It's like the Lifetime Achievement Award. Rightfully so. And his speech was hilarious. Because it started off on the series. I could go kick rocks. Dude, he started off serious and giving good advice, but then he he finished it off saying he was going to give him three three key advices. One, pay your taxes. Two, mind your business. Y'all know I love to stay out the way. Now we have this podcast where I kind of got to talk about some people's business from time to time, but I love minding my own business. I honestly get on the we honestly, I don't follow half of the shit. I go on the podcast account to prepare for the pod. Right. <laughs> but the third one is keep Will Smith's wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. A lot of people got issues with that. They said it was they said it was lowbrow. He's a comedian. He shouldn't he shouldn't throw another comedian under the bus like that. What comedian he threw under the bus? He the, just said keep Will Smith the, the man who didn't keep Will Smith's wife's name out of his fucking mouth. He didn't mention that man's name. He just said, hey, don't mention that man's wife's name. Now, had that comedian followed that advice, he wouldn't have got the shit slapped out of him. Because the second advice, I actually told y'all, mind y'all business. <laughs> it would, see, he, he broke two of the three rules. He went, didn't mind his business, talked shit about the wrong person's wife. He got the dog shit <laughs> Dog shit slapped out of him. I really like rewatched that. Today. Shit out that man. <laughs> I really rewatched that today. You ever seen Dark. the the meme? You ever see the the? There's like the the trend going around where it's like the Miguel song. Like it'll it'll be a horrible person. And they're like, ah, oh, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then they, and then they plays the song. So yeah. it starts with with Will Smith and 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 Chris Tucker walking in. On the the, the, red the set of Fresh Prince. They're walking on the oh, set okay, of Fresh yeah, Prince. They've been yeah. in the show together. 
And then it goes to Miguel's actual singing and Will Smith smacking the shit out of him. And I I looked at, I watched it probably like 20 times. Because you know, them shits get you. But, hey, real talk, Chris, Chris was ready to, Chris was ready to throw hands a little bit. He really kept, he really held himself. He, yo, no, yeah, he held this composure. He really held himself. He was upset. All right, Frank, let's move it to the vibes of the week, man. So this week's theme is when the featured artist outshines the original artist on the track. So this week, we put it out there. We wanted to know what y'all thought. Which songs came to mind when y'all thought where the featured artists really did their thing on the track? And we had some good ones that was brought to our attention. One of them being Monster, where Nicki Minaj basically outrapped Jay-Z, Rick Ross, and Kanye West. That was an awesome song. Um... We've heard. Hey man, what if? What if? What if? What if? What if? I don't want you to give away mine. I don't, was that one yours? I look before you go run through a list. You can talk about them after. I'm ready with mine. I'm ready I'll let with you, mine. Okay, I let you play yours first. The problem with and that's even better because you are making the same mistake as the niggas whose song this was. They let this nigga go first. So Let's hear it. I typed a text to a girl oh, I used to see. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I apologize if this message gets you down. Then I CC'd every girl that I'd CC round town. And he killed the beat before it even dropped. Wild. But I'm no island. Peninsula, maybe. Makes no sense. I know crazy. Give up all this pussy cat that's in my lap. Don't come equipped with the rear view mirrors. They dip as quick as they can. The atmosphere is now ripped. I'm so like a pip. I'm glad it's night. So the light from the sun will not burn me on my, my bum. bum. When I shoot the moon, high I jump, jump the broom. <laughs> like a preemie out the womb. My partner yelling too soon. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. Reconsider. Reconsider. Sure on, on the subject. subject. You, you sure? sure? Fuck, Fuck it. it. You know we got your back. Like, like chiropractic. Tick. If that bitch do you dirty, we'll wipe her ass out as in detergent. Now hurry, hurry, hurry. go on to the altar. But pimp, remember what I taught you. All right, I gonna give y'all too much. I ain't gonna give y'all. We know it. We know it. <laughs> These girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. On second thought, I should have. <laughs> I should have had you go last. That is a good. That's a good one. Now, I, if I had to pick out of the best ones I heard, Nikki was up there. But I think I would get that one. Over Nikki, he killed. I, he me, destroyed that song. There is no other. There's plenty. Like you know, we can we can name we can name Eminem, Renegade, and and like Eminem kills Jay Z on Renegade, hands down. Nobody can I, say what you want, and I'm a Jay Z fan. Eminem outdoes he can, Jay the on energy Renegade. he came with on that track. He he did his thing on it. I mean, but yeah, you could you could name quite a few of them. I mean, just recently, J Cole, fucking straight Obia? Jack. Uh, nah, Benny the Butcher and J. Cole. Uh, just name any J. Cole feature in the last five years. J. Cole has been murdering features. <laughs> Look, name any a Lil Wayne feature, same thing. So, there's there's a few you can name. Mine's isn't as popular as what you just did. I mean, I can't top that, I'm not even gonna lie to you, but <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, this is Kendrick Lamar on Pusha's T song Nostalgia. You wanna see a dead body? 
Instrumentals from my mama's Christmas party. Troubles on my I really, mind. I always. The I reason I fuck with this song originally because it sampled crying. the Jay Z. Repeatedly bind my Sega Genesis. Either that or my auntie was still in it. Hit the pipe and start filling it. Ooh, we cut me some slack. We never did that. This was different. Jeez Louise, please help me relax. Quantum physics could never show you Kendrick, the world. Let me tell you. When I, was 10, I wish Kendrick delivered albums with the same energy that he does features because he I, I understand that he's an he he looks at his shit like it's real like artwork but a lot of his shit don't have replay value like this type of shit does I could I, I can see where you're coming from with that he crafts his album in a certain way you kind of want to see a little bit more commercial in it like the same energy you would give like if you know you're going to be on somebody's single come at it with the same fire Damn is his best album to me because it gave you so many different flavors of what he could do. He could give you the extra lyrical shit. He could give you, he could give you the the sing the the lady song with Rihanna. Like he could give you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like he could do so much. I, I honestly, this last album didn't, you know how I feel about this last album. It's, yeah, it didn't quite do it for you. No, but is it is it a bad album? By no. far, no. It'll probably win every Grammy that there is. But I just uh. Damn was a great album. It's not my favorite from him, though. My it's favorite mine. is it's mine. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that. The Pimper Actually, Butterfly. Good for Kid you? Mad City. Good Kid okay. Mad City is my favorite. Um, no, but Kendrick's one of my favorite. Honestly, the last one is probably my least favorite of all his works that he's done. I still fuck with it. I still listen to it. Actually, the more I replay it, the more I appreciate it. But Good Kid Mad City, the more. Section 80, Good Kid, Mad City, to Pimple. I mean, the moment those played once, I was like, I love this shit. This last I, one, I, I had to play it a couple of times. I think I I hear more of the opposite for people. Not that not that it, they don't like it as much. It They just say the replay value of it really isn't there. Like, it's a great body of work when you listen to it from start to finish. He's telling a true story of his like almost a coming of age as an as a man right. that he is now as a father as a husband you know what I'm saying like as a spouse that he is now and that I understand that's a great story but the replay value on that I don't think is there as much and maybe you connect to that being that you're in a similar space right much like much the like four four album four 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 album um. Maybe that's how you connect it, and that's that's cool. But I, for most of the people who I know who are even fathers, a majority of people like it's a great body of work, but it's not the replay value ain't yeah. there for that. Yeah, it ain't for everybody, and that's cool. And I respect people's opinion on it because again, I don't feel it's his best work. Like it's not the work I connected to the most. Like Good Kid, Mad City, those stories he told of coming up with friends, doing stupid shit. Like, I could remember doing stupid shit with my friends. You know what I mean? So it was, there was things, there was elements in those albums that I connected to. Not so much all the gang shit that he was a part of, but we've seen some shit coming up. We did. We did. We've been, we've, been, we've seen shit. I've, I've watched, I've watched somebody's life in, like, it's, I, I don't like, I'm not toting that as something I'm proud of, but I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen right. somebody get shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen shit that, We've really you know, I have. wish I, we shouldn't have seen, you know what I'm saying? And we've seen that very young ages. Right. But, but that type of stuff, I mean, it made me who I am. 
you know what I'm saying? For lack of a better, you know, word, you know, it, it certain things like that taught me what I wanted to be a part of and what I didn't want to be a part of. Um, and with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we just shopped it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, Cuff Daddy, Dion Slanders, Petty Pendergrass, Hemi Neutron, and the man to the right of me with all the AKAs can only be Frank Sinatra because I does it my way, AKA Ballpark Frank. Like the Louisville Slugger, I keeps it blunt, AKA Frankenstein because I'm often misunderstood. But to keep it frank, I'm simply frank. And we just chopped it up. You can email us at the Samurai Professional Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. You can reach me on Twitter, Instagram, and just about any other social media platform at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Marv? You can find me on this podcast. Telling Frank, I don't believe in monogamy, but you know, it, we, it's for the conversation, guys. It's for the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also find me on any social media background at Marvin X Adams. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace and love. <laughs>